Welcome back to the Failing Forward podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a very common question I'm asked, you know, Nikki, when I'm feeling down, when I'm just feeling a little bit overwhelmed, anxious, kind of depressed, right? Low energy. What are some things that I can do to get my energy up? And a lot of you know my own battles with depression, suffering major depression in my adolescence, and then going through postpartum depression after having my first baby. And there's a significant difference, which we'll talk about in future episodes. But when you're kind of feeling down, you're feeling like the world is just heavy on your shoulders. There's a few things that you can do to help uplift your energy. First thing, jolt the flow. Okay. What do I mean by that? When your energy is really, really low, you're low flowing, right? So everything is kind of going a little bit slower. You're slower to wake up in the morning. You're slower to get out of bed. You're slower to do your normal morning routine, like brushing your teeth, making breakfast. If you're even choosing to have breakfast, because you might be deciding, I'm just going to skip that. I don't want to deal with it, right? You got to jolt that flow by doing things that are a little bit more high energy. So maybe you start your day with a quick, you know, five, 10 minute hit workout. That can include jumping jacks, push-ups, just anything that's going to get that blood rate up, elevated, right? Um, maybe you do something like prayer meditation in the morning so that there's more grounding and more connecting to the present moment, connecting to yourself. You may be feeling down because you're just running, 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 going, 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 doing so many things for everyone else, right? Whether it be work, your friends, your family, um, just anything. And you forget about yourself. So maybe you need some time to really tune into yourself, start a journaling practice, start a prayer practice, go to the gym, just do something that's going to really fill up your love cup. Okay. So jolt the flow, get that energy up, do something for you and really focus on centering and connecting to yourself. The second thing is if you're not feeling at your best, find a support system. The last thing that you want to do when your energy is going down and you're starting to feel down is to do it in isolation by yourself. What happens is you start to kind of fall into this rut, right? And as you're falling into the rut, you're letting little things slip by you that your friends would probably look at and say, probably shouldn't be skipping breakfast. You probably should go out there and do something for yourself, like a little bit of self-care, self-love, maybe go get a massage, get your nails done, ladies something that can really love on you. And it doesn't have to look like a material thing. Like, Hey, I have to go spend money on this thing or go retail therapy, but it could be something that really makes you feel loved. If you love hiking, go for a hike. If you love the sunset, make time to get outside during the sunset and see it and be a part of it. Okay. But find some way to love on yourself and then find a support system of people that can help hold you accountable to making these constant little shifts to help you increase your energy and your flow. A friend is a great person. For some people, it's reaching out to a therapist, working with a professional, especially if you've kind of been in this low state for a prolonged period of time. I'm totally for therapy and talking it out, but find someone that you can reach out to to help support you and getting out of this low point. And then the last thing is setting attainable goals. I think a lot of us, when we're not feeling our best or we're not in the perfect place, we start to set these really, really big goals that actually can be very overwhelming and very hard to accomplish. And what happens is when you set really, really big, unrealistic, unattainable goals, if you don't meet them, you're probably going to feel worse, right? You're going to feel disappointed. You're going to feel let down by yourself. And that's not going to help the situation that you're currently in. So set really, really 
small attainable goals. I like to use SMART goals, which stands for the S being specific, something very specific. M is measurable. So let it be quantitative where you can actually say pass or fail. Um, A is attainable. It has to be something that you can achieve with the right amount of effort. R, realistic. It has to be a goal that's realistic to you. What do I mean by that? If I was setting a fitness goal and my fitness goal was, I want to go out there and deadlift my body weight, right? 130 pounds, but I've never, ever, ever done a weighted deadlift before. That's not going to be a realistic goal. Now it might be realistic for me because I've been working out for a while, but set a goal that's going to be realistic for you specifically. And then the T stands for time constraint. There has to be a deadline, something that you're working towards. And you're like, I need to accomplish this goal by this day, this time. And that's just going to help you get your energy and everything up to help you accomplish that goal. So set smart goals are gonna help you start to work towards that progress. As you work towards progress, you start to feel little tiny wins, little tiny accomplishments that are gonna make you start to feel good. They'll uplift your energy. They'll start to make you feel proud of yourself. And it's those little wins that are gonna help you come back to the best version of you. Um, let me know if you guys have any questions, if this helps you. And also leave in the comment box below, what are some things that you do when you start to feel a little bit low energy and not exactly your best self. Thanks for tuning into the Failing Forward podcast. We'll talk to you soon.